Welcome to Both Down, episode 56, the number one Blood Bowl podcast of Warhammer Fest. Of Warhammer Fest? Yeah, it's not really from. We're not there. You could say that. Nobody would know. I think they would. We're not there. We're not there. That's true. Welcome. I'm Scott Prime. And I'm Steve Kilowagi. Who? Collector of teams. Devourer of worlds. I, I like collector of teams. Okay, I'm a collector of teams. I can just be the collector. Go ahead. Let's just start this episode off by talking about what did Steve receive in the mail this week? Um, Got a beast man cheerleader. Okay. And some other stuff. A World Cup team. Um, Or was that the tail end of la- last? the last week? That was a while back. But yeah, I got the 2000... What was it? Uh, so 15, 11, 2007 human World Cup team. You got that. You yeah. got the lizards. And I got the game day lizards and my fifth ed dark elf assassins. So. And that's not the one that at least I use as like Harkin, Hork and Heart Ripper. No, it's the. These are the ones that I guess were GW, but only got mm-hmm. released somewhere special. They were legitimately <clears throat> released. They're just in low numbers. Huh. So those so, were on their website at one point? They were at least in the blister packages. I've seen them in there. Oh, okay. I didn't, so, I've never seen those yeah, in the like package. Yeah, so. it's like Dark Elf with Poison Blade or... I got you. Or is that? I don't know what they're called, but... So now Steve has both different uh, assassins. so cool. That's a good thing they didn't come in the package or you would not be opening them. No, I wouldn't. Because <laughs> I'd be happy just to have them. Okay. Are you going to get those painted? I assume so. Because I don't have my, I, I don't have so. a third edition Dark Elf team painted. But you have one, right? Yeah, I'm missing. I need another thrower and two blitzers to finish it off. Really? Yeah, because I just have the base team that mm. came out of the box. Gotcha. So doesn't have enough players. So we have uh, quite a bit to talk about today. We sure do. We are recording on the day of Warhammer Fest. Right, so there's been a lot of news about Blood Bowl and the and future of Blood Bowl. It seems to be good. And the future, future of Blood Bowl. In the future. In the year 2525. If mankind is still alive. We also have the beginning of, I guess, when? Tomorrow's the official day of Pod Bowl? What? No. No? It's a, way, it's a ways off. Oh, I thought it started on the 15th. For some reason, no. Okay, well we'll talk. We'll think. get we'll get in, all into it later. So, what are we going to talk about today, Steve? Um, first segment we're going to have talking about the news out of Warhammer Fest, all the Blood Bowl goodness. Steve has been on the internet like all day long. I, I woke up, went to the internet, and looked at all the information, and was tweeting it and posting it, and. And now he's made a big comprehensive thing of notes. I mean, it's everywhere. I tried. And then what else we can talk about? What else are we going to talk about? So with this, there's some talk about uh, star players and the changes and stuff. So for the second segment, we're going to talk about how star players changed from, what, 5th ed into 6th ed or 4th ed into 5th? That would be 4th ed. 4th into 5th ed. To 5th ed. Because there's a lot of changes. Sure. So it's just kind of going back to the fluff to 
assuage people's fears of the future. And what else are we going to talk about, Steve? And then the third. <laughs> you like me singing At to the you? sound of the beep, turn the page. <laughs> um, so the third segment is going to be talking about Podbowl. What team I'm taking and you haven't decided yet. So We're going to make a lot of decisions tonight. Decisions will be made. This is going to be even more exciting than the American presidential race. But is it more exciting than Eurovision? I don't know. What is Eurovision? I honestly don't know. It's like a huge thing everywhere else. To my understanding, and I'm probably going to get ridiculed, I think it's like a singer from all these different countries that get together and sing. Like It's like American Idol, but for the world. So they sing songs, and then the top one gets picked to do something? I don't really know. Wow. When you said Eurovision, I really thought it was like the European version of like Netflix. No, not at all. I thought it'd be a place where people from Belgium and Stockholm look it up real quick. and Germany and England go to watch movies on demand. No. It's a, some type of contest thing. Eurovision. Song contest. Oh, so it is a song contest. Let me see. Wikipedia. Our friend Wikipedia. It's the longest-running annual international TV song competition, held primarily among the member countries of the European Broadcasting Union since 1956. The competition was based upon the existing San Remo Music Festival held in Italy since 1951. Each participating country submits an original song to be formed on live television and radio, and then casts votes for the other country's songs to determine the most popular song in the competition. It's been broadcast for 60 years. So it's a big deal. And we dumb Americans don't know about it. Not a single clue about it. Well. It says it was broadcast to the U.S., but hmm. I, I don't know. It probably was at one time or something. Well, now we know something new. Oh, ABBA won in 74. And Celine Dion won in 88 for Switzerland. I thought she was Canadian. I did, too. She might still be. Ireland holds the record for the highest number of wins, having won the contest seven times. So this is like the World Cup of singing. Eurovision. I think so, but it's every year. That's some, yeah, kind of. It's okay. So the Super Bowl of singing, yeah, in Europe, in the world, dude. We need to form a band. Okay. Would they let us in? Gingerheads, like the Lemonheads. We just do all <laughs> covers of Lemonhead songs. Wow, I'm kind of liking this direction. <laughs> I'm not hating it. Lemonheads isn't a bad band. Wow. I'm in. Okay. We need. We need to get Drew in. And then we all need to learn instruments, and then we all need to sing. Ew. Learn to sing. Try to learn to sing. We can try, yeah. Hire somebody to sing. Oh, okay. We will try to We're play the We're going to Millie with this shit. Oh, definitely. I guess we really should get back to talking about Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl. That's a thing. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so we're going to take a, a short break, and we're going to come was back. It, was there anything that happened to you since the last time? Nobody, nobody cares. We had league games. Nobody cares, dude. I had Everybody cares about the Kilowoggy and Mighty Blow. Nobody cares about me. I'm yeah. the jerk of the podcast. 
You're the nice guy that people send free stuff to. Let's just accept our roles and just go on to the first segment. Duly noted. First segment coming up. Both Down is brought to you by Wizards Asylum, your premier source for comics and games in Norman, Oklahoma. Check them out online at their new home, wizardsnorman.com. So as we mentioned, uh, this first segment is going to be talking about information that was most recently released at Warhammer Fest today. Although you're probably listening to this not today, so that's fine. Yeah, they're going to listen to this in the future. Right. Which will be our past. But it'll be their present. Right. So it's fine. So before you get into all this, I got up this morning, Yeah. and I got on Facebook, and I noticed all this stuff, and I immediately started asking like 100 questions. And then, like, the guy who was answering questions, I guess, who works for GW, went like, ah, well, I've already answered this a million times, but here we go again. And then I felt like a D-bag. That was kind of shitty of him. That was not on you. That was on him. But he is kind of on you. Well, yeah, I still kind of felt bad. Yeah. I should have probably read up more. I should have just talked to you. Could have. But I didn't. So, anyways, yes. uh, There... They released a lot of new information about the release of Blood Bowl. They had all three people who were involved, which I don't have their names. Um, James Hewlett. James Hewlett? Yeah. Isn't that Wolverine's ultimate's name? That's James Howlett, isn't it? Oh, you're right. It's like a Jonathan Taylor York, too, I think, was the guy who answered my questions. I could be wrong on that. The date, I guess, originally was scheduled for 2017. It's been moved up to 2016, which is a great, great for us. So maybe oh, the release date of the new game. Yeah, yeah, I'll get those names later. I apologize. <clears throat> okay. Um, yes, it looks like it should be coming out by the end of the year. Hopefully, it could still awesome. get still could still get pushed back. Of course, but. it could, but that's a good sign that they're on top of it. And yeah, they're wanting to get it out there. And it was a good sign because everyone who went, they got photos, they asked a lot of questions, everyone seemed to be happy with it. But it is confirmed going to have a new box, two teams, one human, one orc. Looking at the teams that were on display, I'm pretty sure it was just 11 pieces for each. I counted 12. It depends what pictures you looked at. Oh, that's probably true. I was looking at the painted ones. Okay, the painted ones, I only saw 10, but I might have miscounted. Okay. But the pl- the plastic teams unpainted, I saw 12 figures. Okay. So I bet you, by speculation and looking at the pictures, that w- this is what we're going to get in the standard box like we had before. 12, right. 12 so figures. probably 12 figures. And I think they're going to add, probably sell add-on packs, I'm sure. Because why wouldn't you? But it's interesting because... But hmm? I will say this. Yes. You say, why wouldn't you? And I will say that they did not do that for Blood Bowl 3rd Edition. There was no way to get extras. But that was third edition of rules. Does I'm, that matter? I'm saying when third edition came out, yeah. you had a 12-player team. Yeah. You could not buy human models that looked like what the plastics yeah. look like. So I'm just saying there's there's a small chance that okay. they don't have add-ons. I'm, I'm assuming 20 true. years yeah. later, 25 years later, that they know better than... 
be smart to do an add-on pack or something. That is true. But it looks like in the box, we're going to, as I said, have the two teams, a board, which is reversible. I love that idea. So that's awesome. Love that idea. One side orc, one side human. The scale is going up a little bit. It's going to be 32 millimeter instead of the current 29. Thoughts? So at first, I was like happy that it didn't go all the way up to 40 millimeter. Right. I don't, I don't know. There's not a giant difference. There is some difference, obviously, but it's not a big difference right. than their current stuff. I was more worried about my stuff looking like, let's say I keep my second edition dwarf team. I, I worried that these guys are going to, they already look small to begin with. Yeah. Currently. They do. So I was worried about how small will they look with this new stuff coming out. Right. And I don't think it's going to be a considerable difference to the, the current stuff to that. Right. So... I was kind of happy with this. I mean, it's a little bit bigger, so we can use a little bit bigger bases or have more room. Well, I mean, there might still be 30-millimeter bases. just means that they fit perfectly in the square better. They yeah, I mean, room. so when you have a large monster or something out there, yeah. you know, if you have a bigger base, it, yeah, I, I, I'm actually okay with this. Good. I'm not, you know, if they would have kept it the same size, I would have been happy. And... You know, honestly, if they would have went to 40 millimeters, nothing we could do about it anyway. No, so I mean, we'd accept it. But I, don't, I think this is a good change. I don't think it's, I don't have a problem with it at all. No, I don't. I don't either. So far, so good. Right. Um, it does have the field itself does not have anything on it besides the field. Like no, unless I mislooked, it doesn't have a like a turn marker or a score no it is in the same style it is just the a field yeah it's in the it's not like these ff fields that we get or these custom fields that we get made with all the dugouts and stuff so the dugout is separate right Um, but even on the old pitch it had you know you had had the score marker the score marker that's true there so it doesn't have that at all everything is now on the dugouts yeah i I actually like that better too i do too because it gives a more dynamic feel and the dugouts you get two and they're also reversible. So one side is orc, one side's human. So that's pretty neat. Um, the passing and throwing templates. And the scatter template. And the scatter template. All being one big, giant plastic piece. They're big plastic pieces. Um, you know, I like them. I think it's really cool. The scatter template is neat. It's not necessarily needed, but it's cool. They're big in 3D. needed at some point. They're big in 3D. Yeah. I've already seen people excited because they're going to like, oh, I'm going to paint this, 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 and this. Yes, I think that's huge. And so while I probably will not paint that stuff because I don't care, I'd just rather have my team painted, and mm-hmm. those are just things. My biggest concern, and this is just nitpicking it, I think it's cool. Yeah. I don't know if it's needed. I would be fine with a flat. Acetone pa- thing. Yeah. yeah, like we've had before for sure. passing and throwing in. Just simply because my fat butt's going to accidentally sit on this thing or break it or drop it, and if it breaks and shatters. I don't think it's going to break, but I understand your point, yes. Like I said, it's cool. It's different. It's going to look awesome for the first-time buyers. Yes. If I was seeing it for the first time, I would think that's really awesome. And that's a point I'll get back to, but there's a big push for beginners with this game, I think, and that's cool. Yeah. So, um, it also has the rule book, obviously. It has multiple balls. It, pro- it might even have racial balls for the human and orc team because they're doing that now. 
like you going to have special balls with special rules that are optional. Yeah, I mean that's that's interesting. It I mean, is. they got to do something. They're going to do something different to make this different. It's cool that they're adding a lot of stuff to it. Even the teams have tokens now. So you get special tokens to go on the dugout for like a turn marker. I think those were just for aesthetics, just to like mark your turn marker, your rerolls and stuff. I would think so. I did like those though. They did have, they, they each had their own coin too, because they're in different colors. So the human team is blue, the orc team was green. Was green. Right. Okay. I was trying to remember if I saw it unpainted, but yeah, it's just straight up green. But did you see the painted orc coin? I did not. It looked really cool. I saw the little marker that looked like the fist or yeah. whatever. I thought that was It was, was right, right next to it. So so what I was wondering is maybe the fist token? Is that maybe... You know how I believe Slurpee Bowl did this where they made tokens to indicate when you use your blitz and stuff? Oh. I wonder if that's what those are for or if they really are to mark your turn markers. It could be. It could, it could be rerolls. It could be anything. It might just be up to you, but right, it might just be tokens. But it I really that, could be for the blitz. That might be interesting for huh. first time players too, because you want to teach the game. Yeah, and you, you know how the video game makes that big deal sure. with the lightning bolt that mm-hmm. you, you're blitzing and stuff like that. So, and it's also really neat that the dice you get two separate sets of dice that are also in racial colors, so green and blue set, and you get. Three block dice, two D6, a D8, and a D16. Love that. I saw someone online asking why a D16. It's for MVPs. <laughs> Absolutely. It's or to, random events or whatever. It's to roll a random MVP and... Throw a rock. You could... I don't know if they'll do it, but in future sets or expansions or whatever, you could now utilize the D16 to be a random events or something as yeah. well. Random spells from the old book. Could be anything. Could, yeah. I mean, I don't know. Could they be showed, a way of getting special play cards if they don't include those. They did show special play cards. They did. Okay. I don't know what that is in relation to. I don't know if like they're putting in a whole set of them or what. But I'm guessing it's probably something for the game. The game does not have any league rules. It's just going to be straight versus rules. From what okay. I understand, well, that's fine. which is fine, absolutely. Um, anything else that we know that comes in? It looks set? like it looks like the players, from what I can tell, on the bases, it doesn't look like they have one of those like metal. They're not metal, obviously, but right. the slot, yeah, the little slot bases to mm-hmm. pop your guy in and glue. It looks like you just, from what we're seeing, and these can be prototypes. It looks like you just put your guys on the base and glue their feet down. I don't know if that's true or if these are just They might have tabs like the old days, like you have the holes, because they're doing that for the balls. They could. And like I said, these could just be mock-ups that they did at the store and 3D printed or something like that. But the balls also, they have like in the old days where the the metal balls had the peg. Right. So you you can put put a hole. hole in the base and put it in. Yeah, all the mock-ups that they had there, they all had the hole in the base so you could put the ball there. It's not for me. and I don't think I'd use it. The one thing, and I don't know if this is Impact's creation, but the little ball on the ring is probably the best little ball creation thing that we have. It's the one we tend to use the most. And we haven't used some of the others, but that's what we like the most. I mean, unless you want to buy a bunch of magnets and put those under your base. That's 
probably the coolest, but yeah, but even I'm not then, doing that. Yeah, um, they did have something I thought was interesting because they had cards in there for the star players, like Morgan Zug and Vorak or whatever. I saw Griff too. Was it Griff? Okay, I, I swore I saw Griff. Pretty so sure. there was only a few star player cards, and they said they were only for either Orc or the human team. So I think they're just like. It might have scenarios in it, like the video game does, to teach you how to play. Hmm. Or it might have some star players that you can induce or something. Neat. But what they also had in one of the pictures was they actually had reference cards for the actual positions, too. So it it looks like an old star player card that has the photo of the position, and it has the stats and the skills underneath it. So... They did something very similar to this in second edition. When you got your second edition box set, there was yeah. a card that had the humans, and it had all the positionals and the colors, and I think that's where the little color markers came from, like okay. yellow rings or yeah. catchers, and et cetera. They had those for humans and orcs. Oh. So is your second edition box set complete? I don't think it is. Okay. Well, I don't, if it I, is, I, I didn't see that. I don't know if my second edition box set, I, I know it's not complete, but I don't know if I have those cards or not. But right. there was a little reference card because, you know, that old box oh, okay. came with humans yeah. and orcs as well. So that's kind of a throwback. And honestly, that's a good thing to have for new players. Absolutely. It seems like the box is really geared towards that. And if that's the case, then great. I listen to, I wouldn't say a lot, but I listen to some of the uh, game board game bo- podcasts and stuff. Yeah. And it seems like GW is making recently is coming out with a lot of like board game type things. Mm-hmm. So I don't know if they're trying to refocus and see if they can. You know, there's board game cafes opening up. Right. Everybody's board games are kind of at an all time high for its industry. So Absolutely. It would be smart. They can. They should market this as a one off game, and then come out with expansions for it yeah. to be league. I mean, that's smart. That's what they need to do. And I think that that is the plan. So they're trying to make the first edition as good as it can be. And then if that does well, we know that the next planned edition, I guess, is called the Death Zone Season 1 Supplement. And that would have league rules. We don't know if they're going to change anything. And we should bring up the fact that the rules are staying the same. It stated that we'd be using the same rules I saw that as too. 2010. Since 2010, and that's when the CRP came out, right? Yeah, I saw something that said, like, I guess in their slideshow that the rules will stay the same. Right. You know, don't fix it if it's not broke type, exactly. type thing. But I wonder if that means they're adjusted for the online game, which are small, right. minor adjustments, or if they're really keeping with the LRB6. We won't know until we I, see yeah, something. Yeah, I don't know. I'm okay if they make a little bit of the changes, like change the uh, cost of the orc, change the armor on the human catcher. That stuff I'm cool with. I'm not cool with the changing of the optional abilities and stuff. But I think that's more of laziness on, on Cyanide's side. Yeah. Yeah. I, I agree with you. Um, they also announced that there should be six more teams coming out in plastic. Oh. So, yeah, before... We get to talking about the death zone because that's it. The initial release, from what we piece, piece together, is the box 
and then four other teams. Uh, so, I'm sorry, yeah, four other teams. Right, so, so six initially teams it's total. six teams total. Now, they might do another human and another orc team, which would be really cool because they did that back in Third Ed. But it would be human, orc, then Skaven, Elf, Nurgle, and Dwarf. And it did say that those would be in resin. I don't, I mean, that those would be in plastic and that the other teams would be in resin. I don't know what the difference between plastic and resin is. I don't know enough to tell you. <laughs> There's got to be a difference, otherwise they wouldn't have differentiated. I, I think it. the resin allows you to do more detailed models. Okay. I could be wrong on this because when Warhammer switched to when GW switched to the oh, resin so like models, fine or like the fine cast and stuff, supposedly okay. they could get more details out of the stuff. I honestly don't know. It's a form of, I guess it's not straight up plastic, but I don't know what the material is. It's okay. all, it's a light material. Yeah. It, it, to me, it, I've never messed with a resin model, but it looks like it'd probably be easier to cut and custom. So okay. like if you wanted to exchange arms or something like that or build. It, it, they did say they're doing resin conversion sets. I don't know okay. what those would be. I'm guessing heads or sprues and stuff like the that. The scary part of the resin stuff to me is that it could be one model for 20 bucks or something like that. Because yeah, I know um, 40K has some models that are like, oh, I need two of these guys and they're 25 bucks at our store and stuff. And it's like, Jimmy, Christmas. Yeah. But I mean. Hopefully it doesn't go that route. We'll, we'll see what happens. I'm not worried about it yet, and right. who knows what's in stone. Now, I, I like the plastic teams. I think that's great. Mm-hmm. I have no problem. From what I saw also, it seemed like they're a three-piece snapped together, something like that. And again, we're just going off of what people there had said. So I saw one it person like mention together. that they mentioned that they're snapped together. Hmm. So if that's true... Okay, I didn't see that. So. It might be wrong. I'm not positive. Yeah. Um, so that should be the first initial push. Now they're, they're talking about possibly doing other pitches that are, you know, dual race. So you could have like, you know, Nurgle and Skaven and Elf and Dwarf or whatever. I think that's which that would neat be neat. Too. And there was talk of possibly even doing Astro Granite stuff if they can pull it off. I mean, really, if we make this popular and it sells enough, we'll do whatever we want. Well, of course. And if it doesn't sell, they ain't going to do much. Oh, absolutely. Based off these sketches I saw, because mm-hmm. there was like some pictures of the sketchbook, the elf team reminded me more of elves from second edition. Yes, with the, it did. Like the old... The Mohawks. The Mohawks, the big hair, the classic hockey masks, you know, yeah, like some of the there. players had, which is all a lot of second edition stuff. Or in third edition, up to now, fifth ed. Yeah. It's the elves with the masks, so that's pro-elves. Yeah. So I think our first elves are going to be pro-elves for sure. Probably. That would make sense. Uh, So, yeah, as I mentioned a little bit before, if everything goes well, their first supplement's already in progress. So that's Death Zone Season 1, where they would be introducing the league rules. Again, who knows what that'll be. And they're talking about seven new teams. Don't know what those would be, but we have some guesses, and everybody will until we find out. And the so speaking of that, yes, you're talking about the seven new teams. Yes, so I have in my hands the Death Zone Third Edition Death Zone, and the new teams introduced in this book 
and this has no bearing on the future. <laughs> sure. Of what is this Blood Bowl Seventh Edition or whatever? And this will technically be what the third Death Zone supplement to come out. Uh, yeah. Because I have two different boxes of Death Zones. Right. So the new teams in this third edition um, Death Zone book is Undead Teams, Chaos Dwarf Teams, Halfling Teams, Goblin Teams, Chaos Teams, and Wood Elf Teams. That's six. And they that's six. And so and they also introduce Minotaurs uh, or Minotaurs if you're in England, right. uh, Trolls, and Treeman players. So that would make I don't sense. know if this is like if they pattern, you know, if they look at the old Death Zone books and they maybe pattern something similar. And realistically, if they did that, then you get your because Orc team needs Goblin and a Troll to really work. Mm-hmm. So it does need those. If you get a Minotaur, then with the Chaos team, you can do Chaos Dwarf pretty easy with the dwarves that exist. Sure. And then the Tree Man, you for you know, wood elves and wood halflings. elves and halflings. So you could have the old elves and just use those as wood elves with now Tree Man. So it's just something to speculate. I just that would be cool. I accidentally found that when I was looking up some other stuff before the podcast, and I noticed their new teams, and I was like, "Huh, that's almost seven. So yeah, I wonder is. if it's going to be something that similar and or corn. <laughs> <laughs> well, they have chaos in there, so they yeah. might. Who knows? That's also you brought up that over when we were talking about dinner about how Nurgle is, you know, because I said I'm surprised that Nurgle's going to be one of the early bird teams, and you said, well, maybe they're just going to do away with a traditional chaos team and do all the chaos gods yeah. as teams. Because, again, we don't know. I doubt they do that, but If they're not they changing could. the rules, then I, I would imagine that the rules that come out will show rosters for all the teams. Some people are speculating that it'll only show the rosters for the teams in the box. Or you have to buy extra stuff. I don't, I don't know, but we won't know until it comes out. But if they already have these six team plans, these six teams planned, I bet you that first box set, the board game, yeah, it should have at least will have, have these those six, six and then and branch out from but there. But why wouldn't it have all of them? Because you don't hurt yourself by letting people play other teams. I really don't know. I'm just yeah. thinking that. I mean, okay. even, even third edition had. Only so many races in those initial books. Yeah, but you had all the different teams, right? No, you didn't have every team. I mean, you only had so many teams, and then it was Death Zone that introduced these six teams. Okay, that's a good point, yeah. And then further on, you know, like Vampires got introduced and the other thing. Yeah. Lizardmen. I think Lizardmen might have been Railer Third Ed, but... But it's next just, it's week just speculation. is Bugman's Bowl. That's a GW event, and they're allowing all the new teams. Oh, I think all I think every race actually will be in there. Okay. Except of I I question if we'll see a a, a, a slan roster. Right. Just because maybe that's the seventh team. That would be awesome. That would be. It would be really neat if they just embraced the past and just went forward with it. They seem like the people that might do that. But, and so far every sign we have points towards that. Oh, I think it's I'm really confident more confident than ever after seeing these posts and seeing some of these guys give feedback that so far I'm pretty happy with where Blood Bowl stands going forward. Because even in the Warhammer Fest um, uh, program, 
mm-hmm. it showed Blood Bowl designers and Jim and Bob showing up. Hmm. And said two of these people may be fictional. So <laughs> Right. Oh, but the, also Death Zone would have star players. And we saw a sketch of the Death Roller, new Death Rollers. So that'd be cool. Yeah, I think that, I thought that was actually pretty cool looking. So we know at least the AG table and the weather table stays the same. They said that everything stays the same. Well, they seem to imply that. Or down, I don't know. They said, why mess with it, like you said. So I can't imagine they will too much. And we definitely know the agility table stays the same. And the right, because we saw that. Same. And the KOs and the casualties, because we saw that. Um, so I noticed on your notes here that you gathered... Um, you said the Death Roller was part of the Star Players? Was that for sure? No. Okay. But, I mean, he is a Star Player. No, so, he, I mean, he at one time was a Star yeah, Player. Yeah, that's right. In 4th edition... He actually is on the team. He w- he was a Star Player. Yeah. Now he's a, a a big guy, basically, for the he team. He really is a big guy. I still think of him as a Star Player because he has a secret weapon. Yeah, well, I'm sorry. I know. You just got to deal with it. I know. We need Killdozer back. <laughs> you just want vehicles in there, like I, I do. like it's Spiky Cup. I, I do. It's not Link Pumpwagon. It needs to be a thing. What what GW needs to do, and the the guys who I really believe that Blood Bowl's in good hands with should contact us and let us have our own <laughs> expansion for Blood Bowl. I have asked for see interviews and we, stuff. We could so. we, we could. It could be an addition with uh, we could make up a new team, mm-hmm. like maybe pirates, and then we could. Um, I don't think either one of us would agree have on pirates. Le- league rules of randomization. Oh, that would be amazing. And then we can add a couple new star players. How many people would be pissed off if it went to random skills? Oh, if it permanently went, mm-hmm. oh, people would hate. Dude, people, would, somebody would come over here and shoot me in the face. Maybe. I'm saying optional league rules. Okay, true. Should be at least an option. <sighs> yeah, whatever. I did want to thank everybody who went and took photos and posted pictures and everything. Uh, I found a lot of inf- information from recalcitrant, recal, geez, recalcitrant days. Dot blogspot. Dot com. Um, Is that a person? It's someone. That's why I found a lot of the best information and photos before other people. I thought it was interesting, too, that they said, uh, I'm probably not pronouncing this right, but neoprene, which mm-hmm. is, isn't that, that like that soft material, almost like a mouse pad material? Oh, that is, isn't it? Isn't that like... Yeah, they were looking like, into that. Like um, you see magic players or right. card game players yeah. play with their little pad thing out. It, they even talked about maybe trying to do pitches on some neoprene. That would be cool. Which... Would be really awesome as well. Yeah, there's. Um, I know when I run the store, there's some hero click guys who come up, and they. I guess at one of the ROC events, which I don't know what that stands for, but it's a a big hero click thing. If you win a, you can win a map that's on the neoprene, and it huh. it looks really nice and it's printed well and you know it's just got that nice, yeah, smooth texture and stuff. So. It'd be cool to see a Blood Bowl field that way. It's very cool that they're looking into multiple things to just make us happy. Yes, they want our money, but they need to make us happy to get our money. They also mentioned that if everything goes well, don't rule out Dungeon Bowl. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And that would be really awesome. I would love to, to get play a it with definitive new rules. Because yes. there's, 
There's a lot of good rules out there, but I would really like to get some definitive rules. I'm assuming these guys are really playtesting stuff. Yeah. You know, Blood Bowl, regular Blood Bowl rules you might not really have to playtest because we've done that work for you. But I think some of those homebrews of the Dungeon Bowl should probably be yeah. playtested just a little bit. And again, it's also Dungeon Bowl, so if things don't go well, it's just Dungeon Bowl. What's the matter? <laughs> We'd you still really love expect it. it to go well, yeah. So overall thoughts, I'm happy. I am pretty happy. I am. Um, I'm just interested to see more. I hope that this stuff we can get in our local shops really easy tonight before we podcast. They I'd- did say that it is not limited. This is not like a Space Hulk thing or something where okay. it's only coming out with a certain number. This is full on production. Well, they, they just released something, I think it's called a Warhammer Quest, like the Silver Tower or yeah. something like that. And I got an email saying that, you know, buy it now from us. And, you know, it had a cost for like 150 on it. And it was like 29 detailed miniatures and all this stuff. So I really wonder where hmm. the cost is going to go for Blood Bowl. Originally, I talked, I thought it was going to be about 100 bucks, But yeah. it, it wouldn't surprise me if it was 125 or even more. But I really think... Is it worth the money at that point? I mean, to us it is. But is that a... I think 100 bucks is still a lot if of money. If you're going to market this as the- like a board game where somebody who casually buys board games and sees it on the shelf for the first time, it's got to be $100 or less. I would think. $100 is still a hard sell. I know when I got Even into for a it, great game. 75 bucks was a hard sell. Yeah. Now, since then, it's a whole different matter. But at the initial point i was like why would i do that's just so much money tell you what you can get a lot of people to try it though if it was 75 bucks oh yeah you could so anyways we'll, we will see i'm i'm excited and i hope my store can order plenty of copies of this i do hope they have expansion packs yeah. for the teams because even though i don't need a human team and i don't need an orc team i will probably be dumb enough to want them yeah, and therefore, if they don't sell me expansion packs, I'll probably be dumb enough to buy two board, two copies of the game, so I can yeah. get the extra players. Because I was dumb enough to do it back in the day when <laughs> <laughs> with third edition stuff. Uh, see, I'm wondering if it's a hundred bucks. Do I just buy it and keep it in plastic, one copy? You can't do that. Yeah, you can. I, I could. couldn't. Why would you do that? Just to have. I'm going to go through and just open all your little blister packs of miniatures. And I'm going to open your rib cage. <laughs> Golly, that's <laughs> so terrible. Things escalated quickly. <laughs> he loves his collectibles. No, I'm pretty excited. So um, yeah. we'll see where this goes. I will say this. The, the graphic design on what I've seen is really good. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of sad to see the old style go away, if that makes sense. Yeah. And that's just because I'm an old guy who's so used to seeing the the brighter green field. If you've ever played the board game Dead of Winter, it's very, what am I thinking? Scratchy. I mean, you know, that, that graphic design is it's gritty. Gritty, yeah, yeah. Really gritty. And that's what I got a feeling from this game. Yeah. But at the same time, I'm talking out of both sides of my mouth here, it's kind of nice to see a big change in yeah. some ways. 
and the looks from the players look more sporty. So I, I pro- I'm not super keen on a couple of the human poses. I'm not super keen on the dugouts, but I like the human dugout. I'm not a big fan of the orc dugout, but I'm not really a big fan of the layout of the dugout. So, well, I've never been a fan of the layout of the dugout. Anyways, I think there's wasted space by having two rows of yes. numbers for turns that because is annoying first half, second half. But if it's a first time player sitting down, yeah, they, they'll have to understand that concept to all of us players who's and played that's before, very true. Now they're going to play about three games in and go, "Why does this matter?" Yeah, you know, I should know where I'm at, but it, it's it's different. I'm I was not accepting the change right at first. I'm starting to think the change, you know, starting to kind of like the change. The block dice are different. We didn't even talk about that. Yeah, they're different. They're the same symbols, but they're different. I mean, they're not simplified. It's not symbols. just a simple star. Now it's a big giant explosion. I was kind of with one- things inside of it. I was kind of wondering, maybe this is to have a limiting effect to imbalance issues. Because everything seems to be taking up the same amount of negative space. Are you talking about on the dice? Yes. So instead of just like an arrow on the old die, Mm -hmm. and you know how a skull technically takes out more of the die than an arrow does? Hmm. Like mass-wise? Sure. The new dice don't seem to have that. Because they all have that big space taken away. Yes. And then... So then it's just a change of the middle stuff. Eh, I don't know. I don't know if maybe that's part of it, but... Dice or dice, whatever. They are. I mean, it doesn't matter. But I think it's cool that they're... They give and you yes, two different sets. I, I'm dumb enough that if they release yellow set for dwarves and an orange set for Skaven and a green set for Nurgle... And a blue set for elves. I'm going to buy them all. Better yet, I'm hoping Games Workshop will now reestablish a relationship with the NAF. And we will get new block dice in new colors. Yeah. With the new symbols. And that would I, be I, cool. I would, you know, not the same blue that the NAF's right. done before. Not, not light blue or dark blue. You know, whatever. A, yeah. A, a turquoise blue or something like that. With the new symbols or whatever that we get every year. That'd be really neat. And I would be more than happy with that. But I, the I, NAF, I truly doubt that. But that's what I'm kind of They have for. asked the NAF to take down the CRP rules by the end of June. Really? Mm-hmm. Why? Just because I don't think they... Well, A, we know the rules are going to change at least a little bit. Everything the NAF says is that they don't have any indications that things are changing. It's just... I think that GW wants to bring everything in-house. So they may host it in the future. Who knows? That's very interesting. Yeah. You didn't see that? No, I did not. Okay. Huh. So, yeah, if you want the CRP or the Ice Pelt. Or I'm Living sure Room 6, get it now. I'm sure you'll know where to get them later. Just contact us. We didn't say that, though. Um. But yeah, there's it's being asked to be taken down. So maybe they're going to show us the new rules then. So you're saying by the time Chaos Cup rolls around, they officially can't say go reference the CRP. They're they, going to have to say they can reference the, or they just ask the NAF to take it down. Huh. Yeah. 
That's interesting. So I guess we'll just see what happens. Just is what, yeah. We don't know. Yeah, whatever. But speaking of change, do you want to get to the second segment? No. Last thing I want to talk about the rule book is is they better put some did you knows in there and fluff it up. I think they will. I think they will too. Then we're going to have to talk about all the new fluff. That we don't know. At all. And then there'll be some kids who come in and they're like, they're going to buy it off the shelf and they go, let's do a podcast about this stuff. And Mm -hmm. we're like, those young whippersnappers. When I was your age, (laughs) I was whatever. Sure, I think we've uh, talked about this Warhammer Fest uh, quite enough. So let's uh, come back and we're going to talk about some star player changes. All right, we're back and we're going to talk about, we're calling this segment Star Player Changes. And really what this uh, came out of is once we found out some information from Warhammer Fest, they were talking about it sounds like some star players are going away. That's kind of what they made veiled. Or being blended maybe more into the fluff. They made mention that some star players are now going to be coaches. So I think it's going to be further on from the time that it used to be. So now someone like Vorag might actually be the coach of the... To gouge uh, die or Gouge die like or whoever. Which we know is not true since we saw his card. Right, but I mean... They might have gotten rid of somebody. Right. So the speculation is, is well, they, I think they'd mentioned that there will be a few new star players. If they did, I did not see mention of that. Okay. Maybe I read somebody speculating that. So that is possible. In this segment, what we are going to talk about is before we panic, because originally when I heard this, I said, I don't know if I like that. There's some of my favorite star players. Yeah. I don't know if I want them to go away, <laughs> or I don't know if I want them to be around. And then Steve reminded me how... Well, they changed a whole bunch from 2nd edition to 3rd edition. I was like, oh, yeah, you're right. And I accepted that. And then I was like, yeah, really? It wasn't too long ago. I don't think you did accept that. Didn't you quit the game? <laughs> well, <laughs> I mean, older Scott did. <laughs> okay. At, at first, yes, we did have a hard time with that. Um, but we looked at the perspective of it really wasn't too long ago that there was a 4th edition LRB, Living Rule Book, right. for... That didn't have a lot of star. I mean, they had a lot of star players, but not. They had like a third of what we have now, uh, if that. No, I think they had more than that. I don't know. We're we're about to go over the difference between fourth edition and fifth edition star players. Right. We're going to talk about what was left off after fourth edition, and then what what we've gained in fifth edition. Mm-hmm. And we're not. We're just. You know, this is kind of a segment of like, you know, don't don't forget. Not too long ago, things changed, and we're actually pretty happy with them. So yeah, and we before we get into the actual star players themselves, um, there was a very good post on Board Game Geek from Gert Korthout from October twentieth of two thousand six, and it just talks about the change from four to five of the Living Rule Books and what he thought of it. Yeah, this this is back when um, fourth edition. This is before they had. There was a rule called "I got my eye on you," and that's the ref watching you do fouls and stuff right. like that. Um, <clears throat> one of I think is an interesting big time change is um, back with the ogres in fourth edition. You could have zero to twelve ogres on an right. ogre team, and only zero to six goblins. 
It's huge so, difference. So, I mean, while this is 2006, 10 years is quite a bit of long, you know, yeah. quite a bit of time. But we started playing, I believe 2007 is when I started yes. reteaching you guys, hey, play this game, Blood Bowl. I think so, yeah. Let's give it a try because Fumble was still on LRB4 at the time when I was playing some Fumble. And, yeah. boy, it was, it was weird because there were some things like I didn't – I was learning – I guess LRB five tabletop and then LRB four was for fumble. And so there was a lot of weird things, mm-hmm. especially for inducements. There was, we didn't have inducements. There you, was, you had money, but you got so many rolls on like this inducement chart or handicap table. Handicap I think is table, what it was yeah. called. Um, so very interesting. Um, but yeah, so that's where LRB five is when the, the snotlings got introduced and became a majority of the team. And I guess there was a balance issue with yeah. Once the ogres started rolling, man, twelve ogres that'd be. And this article tough. talks about that the the goals for the developers were were to streamline the game so it was less dice rolls during gameplay, clean up the rules, making it clearer, just in the wording of the rulebook and everything, and then review the league and handicap system so inexperienced teams can be more can be incorporated in a running league, which was the Achilles' heel of the previous edition. And to make the game more diverse and interesting. So, like you said, um, changed how to do fouls. And they also changed Dirty Player from plus two to plus one, which meant fouling wasn't as rem- big a strategy. I remember in playing Fumble, people fouled like a mug. And, yeah. and it would work even more than it does now. Yeah. I mean, it was- so now it's a lot harder to do and you get thrown out a lot less. Uh, Dark Elves changed. They got the Assassin and the Thrower changed. Goblins have secret weapons. Like you said, the Ogres changed. A whole bunch of stuff that changed the balance of teams. And I would say that we all agree for the better. Right. Or most of us, you know. And then, like you said, they, they did the inducements, which is a big difference between the old way. And he comes to the conclusion that everything is much better than it used to be. And ultimately, we hope that that's the case for the future. I mean, there's no reason to worry too much. Oh, yeah. Like I said in the earlier segment, I'm not so worried now. But it's still fun to talk about and speculate since we do not know. But yeah, the star players, huge difference. So the star player list, should I read off the fourth edition star players? Yeah, just do the quick names. Okay. So these are all the star players that we had for fourth edition. Uh, Bomber Dribblestant, Count Luther von Drakenborg, the Death Roller, he was a star player. Right. Deep Root, uh, Fungus the Loon, Grashnak, Griff Oberwald, Grim Iron Jaw, Hack Flim Scuttle Spike, Head Splitter, Horkin Heart Ripper, Hargathun Stoppable, Jordel, Lord Borak, Mighty Zug, Morg, Nabla Blackwort, uh, Prince Moranian, Ramtut the Third, Ripper Bulgrot, which is the troll guy. Who's is he still Ripper Bulgrot? I think he's just Ripper. I think most people call him Ripper now. Yeah, he's just yeah. he got changed to just Ripper. And I'll tell you why I think that happened. Uh Scrap of Sorehead, Silly Billy, or Sil Bill, uh Th- Thrud the Barbarian. Uh, Varg Gulchur, Zar the Slayer, and Zarg Mad-Eye. That's all the ones we had. 26. So there's 26. And there was no people like Wilhelm Chaney. Right. 
Um, what's I mean, some other ones that people take all the time? Glart, Smasher, Hip. I mean, there's but the only one that doesn't exist now is Thrud. Thrud, Thrud is no longer a star player, and the Death Roller has been removed from the star player list, right. and he's now a positional. Yeah, on the Dwarf team. So it went from twenty six to twenty four. That's correct. And we have what seventy three now. Mm. It's stupid how many we have now. There's actually fifty six. Okay. So but yeah, but there's still a lot. It's a significant difference. Um. So, so in fourth edition, we had twenty six. Two of them got dropped, and then with fifth edition when this came out, or fifth living room book five, we went up to forty one. Okay. So some of the new people that were added was Barak Barak Farblast, uh, the little dwarf with the yeah the bazooka. Brick uh, Farth and Grotty was the first time we saw them. Boomer Sison, uh, Eldril Sidewinder, which was an old second edition guy with like Barak, uh, Flint Churnblade, also a second edition guy. Uh, Hack and Slash is new. The Chainsaw Skeleton. Helmet Wolf, Chainsaw Guy. So a lot of secret weapons, if you notice right. the, the theme here. Uh, Hemlock, for your Lizard Men teams, the, the little Stabby, stabby guy. Um, uh, Hubris Rakarth, with Dark Elf, is brought back from 2nd Edition. Okay. Um, uh, ice Belt Hammer Blow, the Ice Troll. Uh, Max Spleen Ripper, also Chainsaw Guy. Puggy Bacon Breath is brought back. Uh, Rashnak Backstabber, a Hobgoblin. Uh, Sekteth is for Kimri. Okay. Uh, Skitter Stab Stab, another secret weapon guy. Uh, Ripper's name got changed to from Ripper Bolrog. Bolgrot. Bolgrot to Ripper. And then Ugroth <laughs> Bolgrot was added. He's mm-hmm. the orc guy with the chainsaw. Okay. Um, and then back in second edition, I believe both of those guys were back in second edition and had the same last names. So. Hmm. Maybe they're related or married. Oh, maybe they are married. Cool. They're orc married. It's just it's just regular marriage. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> uh, and then Wilhelm Cheney also came back, the most dreaded, awful <laughs> star player ever, who I hate. Right. Uh, but he was also a second edition guy. So they brought back a lot of these fluffy guys from the history of Blood Bowl and gave us 41 star players. And so, then, so do you think people were shouting and screaming like they took away the death roller, man, or Thrud? I bet you they were mad about Thrud. Maybe I, I would assume so. I, I, know, I don't know. I know very little of Thrud. Yeah, but he was a star player, if I remember correctly. Very powerful, like an ogre yeah. type guy. Um, Just really dumb. And then he was dumb, and he could switch sides. So you'd have to roll a right. dice, and he could switch sides and play for whoever. So. Probably a little unbalanced, so they thought it's time yeah. to get rid of time to get rid of him. So then, then sixth edition came out and added a lot more. Added fifteen more star players, and none of these are any of these from the second edition fluff. Or um, I'll I guess I'll, a couple of them. As are. I read them, I'll let you okay, know. Let's try. Uh, Crazy Igor was added, but also. In here, if I remember correctly, the fifth edition did not have teams like Chaos Pack, Slan, and Underworld. Oh, that's Th- true. Those were yeah. added to the fifth edition. Those were experimental. The experimental teams that later in sixth edition yeah. became permanent teams. That's true. So this is that's where you're point. getting some of these star yeah. players. 
So we have Crazy Igor, uh, Dolphar Longstride. He was a kicker from second edition. Yeah. Uh, we get Fez Glitch. Uh, the ball and chain guy for the Underworld team and Skaven. Uh, Glart Smashrip also for the same teams. Glart Smashrip Jr. I'm sorry. Jr. Yeah, Senior is no longer with us. God bless his heart. Okay. I, I don't know. Uh, hum- humorous uh, Carpal. Uh, he, he's just a skeleton catcher guy. Uh, Ikatha Benoin. He was a dark elf for the Dark Side Cowboys. Was he? I believe so. I guess since I have these second edition books right here, because any good the coach goes to the book to review the play. Yes, he was a um, he is player number four. He was a experienced star, or not a star player, but experienced level player thrower for the Dark Side Cowboys. That's cool. So he was a second edition guy. Um, Jay Earlice was added. Uh, Lude Grip Whip Arm. He was the second edition guy. Right. Uh, we have Lotto Bottle, Quetzal Leap. Those were for the Slan team. Mm-hmm. Uh, Roxana Darknail came in. Sinbad came in. Uh, Soren Hightower, the high elf thrower, was a he was an elf thrower back in second edition. Right. Um, he was the uh, heir apparent to uh, Valen Swift of the Elfheim Eagles. Oh, okay. Uh, he was the other thrower. And then we have uh, Willow, everybody's favorite, Dryad. <laughs> Am I saying that correctly? Yeah, dryad. It's a dryad. Yeah. yeah. Willow Rosebark. So with each little expansion, we got more star players. So. And I don't think we lost any between five and six. Not that I can see here on the list. Not at all. So my speculation is, and I didn't say anything to you earlier tonight when we were at dinner because I wanted to say for the podcast. It's a surprise. Do you think since we're getting Nurgle as one of the early teams, one of the early six that we might see, you know how in the past we've talked about a specific player that just plays for Nurgle only. Is it possible we might get a few new star players and one of them be Nurgle? But the star player, well, we didn't, hmm. The question for that depends upon when we see the star players. Because if the star players don't show up until the expansion, then that's 13 teams at that point. That's true. So uh, if they give each one of them people that are only specific to that team, then sure. I think it'd be awesome if they did. I just thought maybe as the teams get... they. They release the teams that each one would come with some star player cards. That would be awesome. But I don't know. So, anyways, since they talked about some teams, some star players, move, it's moving on in the, right. hist- in, the, in the timeline. And some of them now might be coaches and stuff. I, I really wonder, I speculate, who we might lose and why. I would love to see a Glart smash rip the third. Really? Just to, just to have. Dude. Like I don't even know if they have okay. to, they don't have to change I be, anything. I, I would be so mad because I love Glart Smash Rip. <laughs> yeah, I know, but he's got a perfect name for it. Okay, fine. He could be Glart Smash Rip the third, and he could be the exact same player, stat wise. Oh, okay. <laughs> he could be a um, white rat instead of a brown rat. That'd be cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, man, is there anybody that you'd be upset to see go? I don't use star players that much, so no. What what 
kind of upsets me. Is the it? only one I would be upset. Well, two. It would be uh, Ice Pelt and um, Black Oaf. If they went? Yes. Because those are both, and Deep Root, I guess. Because Well, okay, I like big guys that can hit, apparently, is what I'm saying. <laughs> You'd hate to see those guys go. Right, because if you have that much inducements, those are great guys to have. That's and interesting. They're kind of thematic for the teams. Okay. Because can anybody else get Ice Pelt, or is he Norse only? He's, um, well, this is fifth edition rules I have here. It says Norse only, but I think he's. No, he's Norse only. Norse only. Okay. I thought so. So I don't know. I, um, I, I look at the list of star players, and I think of who we could lose and who we might not lose, and I just don't know. I don't know. I, well, I guess it all depends on what teams you play to. Because, like, if we lost Jay Earlice and Ithaca Benoin and Laudel Bottle and so many of them, I just don't care. Prince Moranian, I can see going. Nobody needs Prince Moranian. I can see him going. Max Spleen Ripper. Yeah. Um, I really thought when I heard this, this they is- did change the prices on the chainsaw people. Between was it fifth and sixth? They made the changes. Between fifth and sixth, they did change their prices. It's a on them. big difference, so mm-hmm. they're not nearly as useful anymore. I could see them. Um, I really was kind of hoping when I first heard this. This is before I saw the star player cards that um, Griff would actually get retired. Really, I, I've you know, I've never really liked Griff. I'm, I have a confession. I mean, I'm not, I know we're all supposed to like Griff Oberwald, but right. just because when we played second edition, yeah. he, he was not on my team, and therefore I was out to get Griff since the very beginning. Okay, so let's look. 320, 7448. Loner, Block Dodge, Fend, Sprint, and Sure Feet. He's a fine player. I'm just saying I've never really liked him. Not really specialized, because what do you do with him? Does he catch the ball? Does he hit somebody? He runs the ball. He has to, right? I would think so. I also think Lord Borak's time is almost up, too. Well, nobody likes Lord Borak. He becomes he becomes a character within the books. That's what I think. Character in the books. Yeah, like, cause they, back in the uh, old fluff, they had, like, Ask Lord Borak. Oh, yeah. That was that old That'd thing cool. in the magazine yeah. stuff, so... So if he just retires to that? Maybe so. And becomes a character with Jim and Bob. But I I really don't know. That'd be kind of neat. But I guess the point to this segment, even though we're kind of going off on a tangent, is is that I feel like... There have been a lot of changes in the past. There has, but we haven't lost a lot of star players. And I don't... While they say they might be dropping a few to... to, They might coach or something. I don't think it's going to be many... Because why would you? You still need star players for inducements. So let's take it a different route. I wonder if they're going to take the star players from the video game that are out there. Yeah. And they're one called like Neckbreaker or something for Kimry teams or something. Am I wrong in this? I have no idea. I don't know. Or some Egyptian undead name I... for Kimry or undead teams. And they're All one new the to video- me. Oh, gosh. Why don't you play Blood Bowl, the video game? Why don't you? 
Great point. I'm not going to. Okay. So, taking it, since we have no idea, from a different viewpoint, are there any second edition players that you would like to see become star players? Ooh, even better. Yes. <laughs> um, I would like to see Frankenstein come back. Actual Frank Einstein. Frank Einstein. I know he's cheesy. Yeah. But I think he would be a great addition to come back. Why is this? Um, I think you could just, he could be that fun, um, what am I, universal monster type guy, like Drakenborg is the <laughs> universal vampire guy. So did you, did you use universal monster for the pun, or did it just fall into place perfectly? Oh, well. Because they are universal. I gotcha. Oh, okay. oh neat. Okay. I think he would be kind of neat. Just he could play on undead teams. He could play on a vampire team. I just think it'd be fun. Okay. I also think a new model would be cool. Yeah, of him. Um, I would like to see a. Where's he at? Where's he at? Since I'm looking through my book here. Split tendon cutter. Oh yes. I would either like to see him in the fluff as a coach or something, or back from second edition to what extent what would he have i don't know and he wasn't great in second edition i mean he was he was good for the underworld creepers he was a skaven blitzer he was the i think he was known as the team captain or whatever but um he had dodge um this is back in the day when you didn't have to have block he Mm -hmm. had he had four strength which all skaven blitzers had four strength and three agility. Uh, he had dodge. He had leap. He had luck, which gave him personal rerolls, and he had yeah. sure hands. So pro. Um. He just when we played third edition or second edition, he was one of those players that for some reason always did good, and yeah. he shouldn't always do good. You know, in those situations where you go, oh, I think I'm going to try this, and it's going to be crazy. That guy would do it. So based on the name. He should have sidestep. Let's keep leap for the old time. Okay. But give him sidestep, dodge, and uh, diving tackle. Yeah, he might have some of those things. I think it would be cool to bring him back. But okay. to me, Glart Smash Rip has a lot of what I think Split Tendicator yeah, would be. Because I would think he should have claws, but Glart's already so, there. So. Glart's already there. So in my head, Glart is just like the heir apparent of what we would have got with Split Tendon Cutter. Maybe Split Tendon Cutter is his mom. Oh, that would be be odd. (laughs) It's all fair in love and Blood Bowl. There's a lot of other little um, uh, bile rot, vomit flesh. Oh, yes. Um, He was like a chaos human at the time who was ugly and hideous looking. What if they turned him into a A Nurgle guy? A chaos warrior Nurgle star player. That's what I would love to. I would like to see him brought back. And I think I could live with... This is going to be stupid and it's not needed. But I would love to see a greaser greer grinder. That is one hundred percent cyborg, pretty much. Mm-hmm. He's a orc brain in a jar in a in a robot. 
Which doesn't really fit, I know that. But back in second edition, there was cybernetics, like a mechanical right. eye, mechanical legs. I would And Greaser Greer Grinder, for those who don't know, in second edition was like this half-cyborg orc thrower for the Orkland Raiders. So I would love to see a Greaser Greer Grinder like 2.0 or some, some that kind would be of pun awesome. on it. Or maybe just a guy called Greer Grinder and... Yeah, we old guys know who it is, but not everybody knows who he is. What if the orcs got a death roller type of vehicle? <laughs> they don't need a death roller. But then Greaser Gear Grinder can be driving it. What if the dwarves harness his old cybernetic body and put it, build it towards a death roller they could ride? Depending on the cost of the death roller, if we could buy them separately, now we will buy a death roller. Paint it to look like an orc and just name it Greaser. I'm in. Okay. I like it. So there we go. But yeah, so things have changed. Star players have changed. They usually go to second edition fluff to get names. Hopefully they continue to do that. I think we're going to see some new ones. I'm excited to see. I don't think I'm going to be too upset either way. I don't think star players are game breaking one way or the other. No, but they are kind of fun, and what I guess I'm more looking forward to is seeing what, obviously, what new ones we have, what few they take away, right? or if they really kibosh the list of 56 people that we have and really simplify it. I I doubt they do that since they said they're not going to change the rules too much, or if any. They said core rules. Okay. I'm assuming, so... Well, maybe that was just someone saying that. But they could kibosh the list a whole lot and wait and save those for expansion sets. So that does change. So that does change tournament stuff. Like if we use the current rule set, yeah, how we use star players and stuff. It's just it's going to be interesting to see what happens. I wouldn't hate it if they got rid of them and made them like there are certain star players, but they can play for any team. If I was Games Workshop, and I know they're listening. There's no way I would take away any of these star players. No. Because your old fans, who for sure are going to buy your new game probably, might have some of these models, and you don't want to make their models useless. God, if they they pumped out a $20 figure for every single one of them. There'd be some people that buy them. Yeah, I'm going to have so many unopened packages. (laughs) Well, you're just ridiculous. I, I'm so stupid. I realize Now, this. I would buy the ones I don't have a miniature of and yeah. get them painted because that's, that's a goal of mine. And yeah. people like Nathan Ketchlin from Austin, Texas, he has every star player painted. That's true. If I was that guy, I would be very upset if they came in and they just kibosed everything. You know. It depends. I don't know. But he would love it if they added a few. That's true. So... Uh, I guess this segment just proves we have no idea what's going to happen, but we'd like to. (laughs) No, this proves we know everything. (laughs) Okay. And don't don't panic. Maybe they're going to bring Thread back. Maybe he's a coach. Isn't he owned by somebody? Uh, Was it a white dwarf thing? I don't remember. It was a... Again, this is an American thing. We don't know. I I know uh, Carl Kretschkow or something. Wasn't he an asterisk? Asterix? Yeah. No mind. Oh, the the comic. I'm just making comic. fun of... He, wasn't he with Tintin? Oh. Do you know how long it took me? I didn't realize until like a year or two ago 
that the Thompson twins got their name from the Thompson twins in Tintin. Do you know I didn't know that until tonight? Congratulations. Thank you. I've learned you. You've learned me. I tweeted out to somebody, or I just tweeted out in general, that I thought it was a shame that the Thompson twins never got a shot at the WWF title. And someone replied back, do you mean the band or the guys from Tintin? And I was like, what? I was like, that makes so much more sense now. Because there was three of them. I never understood why they were twins. I never understood why they were... Yeah, me neither. Just hold me now. Oh, oh, oh. I don't know the words of that. Just could have just said doctor, doctor. Doctor, doctor. Okay. We'll we gotta this. go to new segment. Coming up, segment number three, where we discuss more stuff about stuff we don't know. So, for this segment, we're going to be talking about the newly formed and not yet started Pod Bowl. Pod Bowl! Which is going to be a fumble tournament of Blood Bowl coaches. Blood Bowl podcast <laughs> coaches. Sorry. Blood Bowl coaches are going to play I know, fumble. Blood Bowl coaches. Really unusual. No, uh, different podcasts are getting together and we're doing a tournament i guess is this the brainchild of trumpkin over on anything but a one as far as i understand it yes okay so this is everybody who ever had a podcast at one point could a blood bowl podcast could be a part of this from what i understand conceivably yes because i heard that they said maybe orca cola cast guys might get on in on this that would on one of their podcasts because they're really good that's exactly what i thought (laughs) Nice guys going to kick our ass. I'm so, If they play, they're going to win the league. Oh, yeah, no doubt. Done deal. They won't come in first and second because they'll probably be in the same league. But <laughs> Right. So since we do have North American podcasts and European podcasts, we're sp- they're splitting it up into North American and European. We call that the Eurovision division. And the American Idol division. Oh. That's very three die blockish, but it is, isn't it? I have a feeling we're not going to have the fluffiest online league that I would, me, you, and Johnny the Bull would like to have. Right. I've got my fluff. I know, and that's what we're here to talk about today. Oh, is it? I yeah. We were talking about just the. I thought we were just talking about the league. I don't know. No. Well, we really don't know much about the league, honestly. We know that Scott did not get his email, so. So whoever is in control of the email, and if you're listening to this podcast three or four weeks from now, I've probably already got it. But, <laughs> yeah. But no, I did not get the email. I don't know why. So we are going to do a couple of things. Okay. Right now, Steve's yes. going to tell us some fluff because that's what we talk about. Try to. This is going to be part one of Pod Bowl. Okay. And then next month, I'm going to give you my fluff. But before we do that, at the end of this segment... Steve has a D20 right in front of him, and he's going to roll it, and we're going to figure out what team I have. It's a five. Oh, you just do it? No. I did it, but I gave you the wrong number, just to mess with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, because I have a list here. What I've done is is I've eliminated four teams I don't want to play. I don't want to play Goblins. I don't want to play Halflings. And I played Nurgle in the NBFL, so yep. I'm kind of tired of that. And back when the Slurpcast had a league, I played Underworld several times. 
you left Ogre on? I did. That is and a I, mistake. I really could have <laughs> regret it, but I have a 1 out of 20 chance, and since I do everything else random, okay. and I just found out that we need these things turned in, we're going to make this decision tonight. Sounds fair. Live on a not live podcast that we could edit, but we're going to do it in one take. So Sure. But we'll do that in a little bit. So let's hear about your team. And let me just let me throw this out there. You picked Norse. Yeah, of course I did. Steve has like thinks he's some kindred animal with Norse. I just like him. It was my first team. And it was the first team I played on uh, Fumble, too. That's fair. So um, I kind of went back to one of my original names. So I'm the Ganunga Gap Guardians. That sounds like your chaos. My original team. chaos team was the Ganunga Gap Giants, which was a sister team of the Campbell Claymores. Okay, which had Axton Jackson as the star player. Okay, so well, I, I was thinking, you know, this is a battle, and uh, it was. So you want me to just read the fluff as I have it? Sure, I'm. I, I'm really proud of you because you didn't even tell me you did all this until. No. I probably need to clean it up some still, but I. I have it. You think everybody like is going to have fluff for their team? I doubt it. <laughs> I seriously do. I doubt it too. <laughs> I'm hoping that they'll have their players at least named kind of like people's names instead of like yeah. player one, player, player one, two. Player two. This is Jersey four, Jersey seven. This is Jersey Mike. Jersey Mike. Oh, he likes subs. <laughs> he sure does. Um, so my uh, fluff. As the call went across the great voids to bring together the greatest warriors to battle upon the pitch, one man heard it and knew what he must do. Axton Jackson had taken the Campbell Claymores to the highest peaks of Blood Bowl of the Dragonfire League. He then went out and conquered league after league before returning to the Dragonfire League again and winning it all too easy. In his hubris, Axton sought to create the same ex- excellence in another Blood Bowl team and this time in his own name, and for his own fame. The gods did not look favorably upon this, and thus he fell to the lowest of his lows, a victim to the punishment of the gods, but certainly not the ravages of time and the weakness of his own flesh. While he sulked and cursed his fall, Axjan heard the call of the gathering. One last chance for him to show the gods that he wasn't being vain, he was indeed the best. His body, still a pinnacle of perfection, and his skills untainted, he knew that he alone could answer the call of fate and become the all-time greatest player in history. Thus, Action Jackson threw on his pads, brushed off his doubts, and with his ever-present ice-troll brother-in-arms, Snarhin Gomli, he bounded forth in search of others to join him, to bring him the glory and the justice he knew he rightly deserved. The Ganungagap Guardians were born. The Gap Guardians are a registered trademark of Jackson Industries, a division of Axgen Incorporated, and all rights are reserved. Wow. So, player number one of my team is a runner. Named Axgen Jackson. Axgen Jackson. Trademark. (laughs) That's what you named him. I have Axgen Jackson, TM, in parentheses. Wow. He's making sure that he covers all of his bases. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. So you, you're incorporating, for those who don't know and hasn't followed us for many, many years. Right. 
Steve had the team, the Campbell Claymores. My first team played Claymore, played uh, Norse, and they had magic armor somehow. I didn't take but one injury all that first season. And I should have gone to the playoffs, but I got screwed over by Sarge's <laughs> Skaven. Skaven team, yeah. Three, what was it, three riots? The Skaven Blight Grays, right? Right. Yeah. But he had three uh, blitzes on me. In the last game of the season. And to he tie just, you? He's, or he, beat uh, you? He beat me. To knock you out of the playoffs. Knock me out of the playoffs. Yeah. Just ridiculous. Pretty awesome. And then you got your revenge in season two of the Dragonfire Blood Bowl League. When Action Jackson led the team in touchdowns and then took his team to the finals, and you beat Sarge, right? Uh, I got my revenge against his Packers team. So yeah, yeah. his elves. So then, as we do, uh, they retired and they took a tour around the old world and moved up in division and took on other people because we always retire the winning team. Well, when we say retire, we don't mean that the team can never come back. They have no. to take a season off, at, right. at least one season off. So I think I took off two or three seasons. I think it was three. Might have been four. But at least it's a three. And then I decided to bring them back just for the fun. Because I played some crappy teams and I was just having bad luck. So I brought them back. The Campbell Claymores. Action Jackson, Snarhim Gomley. All of them. And it was a cakewalk that whole season. I wouldn't say it was a cakewalk. You didn't go undefeated. And I did not go undefeated. I lost one game to the Athlorn Avengers, the very last game of the season, that didn't matter. You did? Didn't I? Mm. That's how I remember it. Okay. You might be right. Okay. Anyways, you did lose. You, did, you didn't have a perfect season. Right. Uh, but you did. Overall, yeah, you dominated the league. It, it really felt way too easy. Though, <laughs> I mean, I don't want to be. I'm not trying to be a jerk. It no, just, that's fine. You're, Even giving people 500,000 inducements or something, it was just, okay, got the ball, walk in, no problem. And again, did not take injuries. To be fair, you had a final, your final game was against, in the Blood Bowl final, was against the Niflheim Maulers. And you guys did go into overtime, I, I believe. Yes, we did. And it was a very close game. Yeah, it was. And then you guys actually had to take a break because you played so late. You didn't mm-hmm. want to go into the overtime. And then you return the next day, and you just smashed Destroyed them over yeah. time. So, that was that was weird. But it was but yeah. a fairly. He actually had an opportunity to beat you in regulation. I think he fumbled a ball or fumbled a pass or that something. That is possible. I don't remember. Something like that. He was out of rerolls, but then you dominated like okay. in, the, in the overtime, from what I remember. Um, so so again, yes, Action Jackson had two blood bowls in the Dragonfire League. Mm-hmm. And then, um, but he never got MVP, which pissed him off. And your guy cheated to come back and get the most touchdowns in a season. No, that was Allen's guy. No, you did no. that one season. Okay, I guess that was was it that season where you like you fed your guy the ball four times in the final game. <laughs> no. Your freaking dwarf. That was wasn't se- it? that was season one. Let's not even go back there. Oh, was it? Yeah, that was season okay. one. Yeah. Uh, they all jumbled together. Then Action Jackson <laughs> decided to form his own Norse team, and he only took the Ice Troll. He cut every other player. You right. renamed your team. And basically, in, in the fluff of it all, he just took the Ice Troll and him, 
hire new players so he could be the the big star of the team. They were called the Jackson Axemen. Right. It, that's right. Yeah. So and, and it, then they were terrible. Oh my lord, he was a horrible player coach owner. Just the first game he plays and gets knocked out doesn't come back the rest of the game. It's like two turns in. He's like, no, dude, I'm I'm knocked out. I'm sitting here. <laughs> and in the second game, first play, I re-rolled a push on an ogre, an ogre, and got double skulls, and he was out, just <laughs> out for that game and the next one. Right. And the people were dying left and right. It was a horrible, horrible season. So hence him retiring again and Right, he, he was shamed and he, so then he comes back years later and fumble. But he's not shamed because it wasn't his fault. <laughs> That's what he's saying is it wasn't his body or his bad playing. He was struck down by the gods. It took the gods themselves to make him lose. So he's like the Kobe Bryant. Oh yeah. Of Blood Bowl. Yeah. Except worse. He's not buying million-dollar rings for his wife, though. Oh. So So he's not a cheater. Right. He's very loyal there. (laughs) So I I just thought it'd be fun to bring him back, see how it goes. And your team's the Gunga Gap (laughs) Guardians. Okay. Which I specifically picked so that if anyone else has to talk about my team, it's going to piss them off. And I gotta Gap. play that stupid <laughs> Yes, Gnunga Gap is, is from Norse mythology. From right? Norse mythology, it's the realm of it's the vast void that the giants come from. And the way I see it is that he hears the call and he's protecting the the realm from Gnunga Gap or whatever this is. Hmm. So, okay, that's great. I liked it. So what's your starting team? It's, oh, it's at one point. It's, uh, one, it's at one. It's one million, right? Yeah. Okay. So we got Jackson. So th- this is way out of our element, guys, because we are used to random skills. Oh, we sure are. This will be interesting. This is going to be really bad with me randomizing a team, too. Um. So I got him. I got Snar, obviously. God, you know what's going to be great? Hmm. Is killing these guys in fumble. I don't doubt it. When somebody like Chance kills your guy, you're going to be so mad. No. But knowing you, you're just going to rename another guy Action Jackson. I wouldn't do that. And then, oh, no. come on. So uh, Snar brought his kids, Skull Hamilton and uh, Hattie Hamilton. The Ice Troll has kids? No. That are linemen? I thought about it, but they're not. They're different names. Oh, okay. Uh, the two Orphroners, their brothers, and then uh, two Berserkers, and then five linemen, and two rerolls. Cool. So very basic. I, you know, only eleven guys. Yeah. Ooh. I know. Ooh. I know. We'll, no apothecary we'll, either. We'll probably have to play each other like right off the bat. They're either going to do amazing or they're going to die. Now this league is supposed to be played over the, a long course of time, right? We have three weeks per per week, per match, whatever. Right. So yeah. we have. Week one of the season gives us three weeks in yeah. real time to try to play our games. Exactly, and I don't know how long the season is. No, we're kind of like totally out of control. And then I got to admit, I kind of was like wanting to kind of be a control guy and say like I was highly suggesting like we all ought to randomize teams. Right. And nobody really bid on that. I would have done it. You would have done it, I think. Uh, 
I think people would have done it. Johnny, just nobody really wanted. To Johnny from Double do Skills said he would do it. Yeah. yeah, but he just wants to play the game too. So sure, it's gonna be. It's been a while since I played a fumble game. So same here. Well, it's even been longer for you. So it's, it's, it shall be interesting. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know the last time I played a real match because the last matches I played were all feeder games for you. Oh, for the NBFL. Mm-hmm. That's good. Your, your personal record's going to be terrible because of those. But you don't really care. I've completed 23 games. <laughs> yeah, like 16 of those is with the Snolly teams for the feeders. Let's see. My the match record games. is 3-1-19. and 19. <laughs> That's good, right? You want to have the biggest number on the far right. Right. Okay. Admittedly, though, most of those are builder games where you purposely lost so I can build up my teams. Right. So... I appreciate that, and I want you to continue this with Pod Bowl. <laughs> no. No, I'm going to try to win. So what we need to do as the Fluff Podcast, if they would let us do this, we need to think of something fluffy, what what Pod stands for, or if there was a guy behind it or something like that. And we can do that at a later date if they would like us to. So it can... The Path of Destruction. Something, you know. Could be somebody's name. But we we like I said we can work on that maybe later or we can you know lend out our ideas and see if we can fluff it up. I, what I do so, hope is other people. See. My uh, this is my. Let's go ahead and go through my fumble record. My big Eds, which were my <laughs> ogre team, I lost to you zero to one. I lost to Newt Rocky and his Monami Dolphins, one to three. Oh, that was your Blackwater Bulls, by the way. Mm-hmm. Uh, then they lost to Universal IDs, Tough Mutants. No, we tied. That was a 0-0 tie. That's my one tie. Um, then the Big Eds played Pig Stars 69, Ogres or Pansies, and I beat them 2-1. to one. Oh, Ogres or Pansies. That's a great name. Then my Campbell Axes won 2-1 to one over Dinandel Duckies Fling. And then Fling? The- that's Fling. the team name? This is what they're called. Another great, both down improved name. Uh, then the Big Eds came back to lose. Big Eds, by the way, is not both down improved either. So Yeah, whatever. The fluff worked. Whatever. It's probably still there. I'll go look. No, we don't I care. I lost to you nope. zero to three. This is not the Kilowalkie. And your disciples of disease. That's not really both down improved either. Then I had uh, Emerson Biggins, which again was an ogre team. Big Eds were ogres. And I lost to BCH, Fat Finley, Laser Wolf, and Johnny B. That was all in the league. Then I had... What um, league were you in? Were you in the Slurcast League? Yeah. Okay. Then I had a team I won't mention. That they won against you two to nothing. <laughs> that you won't mention. I think it's not bad. The West Lustria Webbacks. They have Webbacks? I don't know what it is. That's probably Swan. Uh, then the Boogertown J-Dogs <laughs> with 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 losses. Total domination by my All neural team. by you against the New Orleans Stanks. <laughs> and Steve did not make up the Boogertown J-Dogs. I did. Yep. <laughs> All right. See, okay, so the Big Eds. 
The age-old story of man meets hamburger joint. Man gets great burgers. Burger joint closes down. Man gets together with some fellow fans of it and start up a Blood Bowl team. The Big Eds hope to win enough money to start up their own Big Eds franchise and bring back the glory that is the Big Ed Burger. The various Lil Eds are former workers who have been kidnapped and forced to fight for the Big Eds. They used to be lots more, but the big guys have to eat something while waiting. So I had Ed, Eduardo, Edward, Eddie, right. and Ed Too Tall Jones. And then I had Lil Ed, Tiny Ed, Too Small Ed, Eduardito, Special Ed, and Mini Ed. Okay, we get it. So there's a lot of Eds. It's a theme team of Eds. It's fluffy. Nah, I don't know. Uh, then, I, then I made the Emerson Biggins when you complained about that. And you named them the same names. No. <laughs> Mostly. Um, Eduardo Toucans. Edward Knock Knock Knockers. Ed More Than a Handful Jones. Eddie Baby Makers McGee. So these are all... <laughs> so Emerson Biggins was begun by a group of ogres who all met at the same restaurant. When the establishment was destroyed and the owners possibly eaten by the same group of ogres after a very rowdy game of, you, smell this, the ogres were very disheartened to learn that they no longer had a place to get their favorite burgers. One of the group quickly decided, quick being relative as this was a week later and after 20 snotlings had been eaten, to start their own restaurant. Luckily, they did have some of the snotlings who worked there still captive, so they forced them to make them work. After much discussion about restaurant operations and positive cash flow, all done with small words and pictures, of course, the Snotlings were able to convince the ogres that they needed money to make their dream possible. They also convinced them that the best way to make money with a bunch of ogres was to start their own Blood Bowl team. So the Emerson Biggins were begun, hoping to make enough money and keep enough Snotlings alive to open their own establishment, Big Ed's Hamburgers. Okay, Steve. Everything Wing goes it. back to Big Ed's. This has been a 30 on 30 on Steve <laughs> and his lifetime achievement in Fumble. We get it, buddy. What? We get it. I love the name Emerson Biggins. We get it. It's a joke about boobs. Big boobs. Them oh, are some that. big ones. Uh, yeah. Right? Guess, yeah, I guess so, yeah. <laughs> yes, so. Don't act like you're surprised. No, it's the son of Yimmer. The god from Norse mythology. And they're big guys. So the Yimmerson's biggins. All right, listen here. Folks, he did the same team name in our league. And I would not let him keep him in there as Emerson Biggins. And I made him make up fluff. And that's when he got whatever the spelling is, which is what? Y M M. I-R-R-S, whatever yeah. it is. So it was because of me that you came up with better fluff. And your fluff is still not very great. I beg to differ. <laughs> okay. Well. I have two teams based on the idea of opening a Big Ed's <laughs> restaurant. So Which, screw you. If you don't live in Oklahoma, Big Ed's was this big old fat blob guy. He made a giant burger that nobody liked. His stores were fairly good for a while and popular. If you've seen UHF, you've seen Big Edna, which is a play off of Big Ed's. Really? I mm -hmm. did not know that. Because it was filmed in Tulsa. Okay. Anyways, he made this big giant burger and big heaping thing of fries. 
big greasy nasty stuff and he if, was, you, if you ate the whole thing by yourself you got it for free yeah but you couldn't eat it no my brother yourself. ronnie tried that one time and he's like called us and he's like i can't eat all this come down <laughs> yeah it's, it's impossible it wasn't impossible people did it yeah fat people dead people dead people anyways steve's love for some fat guy's dream of a hamburger kingdom i didn't even like the hamburgers that's the sad part then why do you? Why did you do this? Because it was fun having big heads. You taken a great segment on Podbowl and you turned this into the reflection of Steve playing fumble, and now I'm really mad about this whole segment. Good. Nothing's both down approved. Emerson Bickens is both down approved. It was in the league. The Gnunga Gap <laughs> Guardians. That's pretty good fluff. I like that. Okay. So I'm happy for you. But yeah, now now I get to listen to other people go. Yeah, it's a terrible name. I love that name. No, it's it's fine. So why don't you choose my fate? Why don't you roll the dice for me and choose my fate? Survey says it's a twelve. Oh, are you kidding me? Nope. <laughs> it's Norse. Seriously? It it is. I'm looking at it. Well, <laughs> I said you should be a sister team. Maybe you'll be a brother team. No, I might be sisters. That's true. You have the female Norse. That's right. And I can um, change, you can change the gender on uh, Fumble. Really? Yeah, you didn't know that? Each character, like you, use... you can go to their bios. Yeah. Where you can write up stuff for each character. You can do that. Uh-huh. Yeah, and Fumble, if I have, like, a player that kills somebody legendary or something, I'll go in there and edit it and, like, put, like, a link where, like, I killed this player. Ooh. Or when I was in the NBFL, every time I had a draft pick, I would say, like, this guy got drafted third, you know, in the draft of this year. But you can change the gender in Fumble as well. That's cool. And if you really wanted to get into it, you could change pictures. A lot of guys did that on NBFL, and I think they were doing that to kind of trick you. (laughs) <laughs> to be douches. I'm just saying that if you're constantly looking at pictures, icons, when you look over and they're different, various pictures, it yeah. might throw you off just a little bit. Now, you should be smart enough to pay attention and adapt. But I can see that. I'm not smart enough to pay attention and adapt. So I'm going to be changing all my photos. <laughs> yeah, you should. If you're in our league, you should. I can't believe I got Norse. That's pretty damn I'm going to have to come up with an annoying n- new team name. I might pick Campbell. What we? No, you can't pick Campbell. I sure can. Cannot. I, I'm, I'm going to. Going to make the Delzine dicks. <laughs> Look, he's so mad right I don't now. Care. I'm going to be called the Campbell Kitty Cats. That'd be cool. Yeah. Is that both down proved? No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I don't even like it. The Campbell I'll, Killer Cats. I'm going to have to come up with something because I can't use the Skeggy Blue Storm because I already have that team built in there and I can't use the same team name because Fumble won't let you have the same team name. I'll come up with something. I can't believe we're going to run the same thing, though. Well, it happens. Why don't you roll it again? I'm kind of joking. 16. I, I'm not going to do that. What is it? Undead. Okay, Norse is better. No, it's not. I'd rather play Undead. But I'm sure you would. I'd rather you play Norse. <laughs> I'm just not going to. I'm not going to sit here and What's roll seven? the dice until we get it. <laughs> seven. High elves. I'm still not going to sit there here and go. re-roll. Chase White Lightens. 
No. White lightnings. White lightnings. White white lions. Yeah. No. We're going north. It was okay. the first dice roll. Why, why would we cheat? Because we can. I think it's pretty cool that the gingers are going to run north and not do well. <laughs> you need to find a really annoying team name, too. Well, that's probably easy. Yemis and Biggins. <laughs> yeah, I will. That, <laughs> that's great. I'll, I'll I'll be called like Loki's cock. Not hating it. <laughs> of course you're not, because you love chickens. Uh-huh. I don't want to have a rooster for a mascot. No. So I'm not going to do that. All right. Anything else you want to say? I think that's more than enough, probably. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to create a Norse team on Fumble. I'm going to join this pod bowl, and then I'm going to come back with some very similar fluff to you, since <laughs> it's going to be the same team. Shouldn't be similar because it has nothing to do with Axon Jackson. And if you do, I'll sue you. It's trademarked. We're going to be a team made up of nothing but your illegitimate children who hate their father <laughs> and want revenge on him. I am perfectly fine with that. <laughs> the Jackson Five. <laughs> this is called. <laughs> Dude, the Jackson Five. Come on. That's pretty good. But... The Jackson family? Yeah, whatever. We don't have your last name. That's true. We don't, we don't really know for sure who you are, so we'll see. Okay. All right, that's it. We're going to wrap it up. Come back with some shout-outs. All right, and finally, the segment everybody craves and hates. What would that time. be? Outshouts. Outshouts! Very well. See, Good I can job. do that. I did that, like, right on the fly. You sure did. On the Marty McFly. Hmm. What are you, chicken? Shout outs! Uh, so, as uh, we said, the CRP, rule are, the CRP rules are being taken down by the NAF. Uh, Mike, the president, wanted also to let us know that the tournament director election is ongoing as the time of you listening to this, hopefully. So, get on to the NAF, read people's Q&As, and make your selection. And it might be more important than ever with the Immortal Cup coming up. Possibly. You think so? I don't know. Could be. Depending on what happens with the... We didn't really get into that too much, but... I don't know how the changes of Blood Bowl are going to affect tournaments. And the NAF. Yeah. We'll have to see. We'll worry about it when it happens. Right. Uh, any shout-outs for you? Of course. I got shout-outs for me. You want to hear them? That's why I asked. I don't really want to, but the <laughs> the form of the function is, dictates it. Um, so I have some conflicting numbers here, but I would like to give a shout-out to all the guys around the, uh, is it Virginia, Western Virginia... North Carolina sure. areas. Somewhere along the Atlantic coast. Yes. Who did the Four Diamonds Cup. They earned over $5,000. And supposedly it's like, I see a note here on Facebook that says, correction, it was like $5,800 for a pediatric cancer for like a charity event. Why are they funding that? That's a horrible thing. What do you mean? Why would you fund cancer? Oh, they're terrible people. That's horrible. <laughs> Should fund the fight against it. And I believe it was won by 
I'm trying to look the, the fellow up right now. Uh, Roy Moyer Jr., I believe uh, his orcs won. Okay. Um, that is not 100% confirmed. I'm just kind of uh, nosing around on Michael Clancy's um, Facebook page. I know okay. he played him, I believe, at the top table and got destroyed 2 nothing. So Not so cool. So anyways, congratulations for winning that. But more than anything, congratulations for uh, y'all raising so much money. I feel like we should do a charity event sometime. We did for Alan, and yeah, we should never do that again. Cause well, Alan, I don't. Alan's a not terrible that person. That specific. Thing. No, I, yeah, I think it, actually, you know, we always talked about that if people would stop having children, we'd do Critter Bowl and actually take donations and give them away. To, somebody suggested one time doing stuff for like, uh, I don't know, like like a dog shelter or something. I forgot what what the really. Oh, for critters. Okay, that makes get it sense. for critters. It yeah. was it was some type of human. That'd be neat. Animal humane thing, yeah. society. Thing. I don't remember exactly, but somebody made that suggestion. So that was always in the back of it. my head. And but anyways, uh, also over at the was it uh, Models on Muse or yeah. Mom Bowl or whatever it's called Mom up Con. in MomCon. Yeah. Okay, there was a Blood Bowl tournament up there in Iowa. Uh, congratulations to three die blocks, Drew Bucciconi for coming in first. Um, you know, Thomas friends of both down and people who come to Oklahoma bowl wearing uh, the very stylish Oklahoma bowl t-shirt. Yeah. was Thomas Keen who finished second. Congratulations to him. Um, everybody's favorite inboss chance got third. And then, um, Marcus, his Thomas's who got second, his son came in, um, Last place and got the wooden spoon, but he also got the best sports. So the Keene family took home three awards out of the five that were given away. And that's pretty awesome. It's a lot of awards. For one family. Yep. They were driving all the way home. They're all happy. But anyways, congratulations to them and uh, Andy Welton for running that event. Yeah. Um, Speaking of Three Die Block, we should mention that we will be going to Three Die Brawl. Before our next podcast, I put in the probably. time. I put in the time to get off. So, yeah. oh, and if you're wondering about the pirate one, we're doing a separate podcast for that. So nobody cares. I'm sure a lot of people care. You think so? We've had multiple people care. My pirate team's going to win. Well, they might. We'll see. <laughs> we haven't exactly finalized details on teams and stuff. Alan's making a pitch, so we'll see how that turns out. Are we really going to wait for him to make this pitch? We might not, because he's putting a lot of effort into it. Which should be awesome, but that means he'll never finish it. He'll finish it. It'll just take a long time. Because he's already stated that he needs like 500 popsicle sticks. Right. And he has to glue them, cut them, uh, sand them, stain them, paint them, whatever. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff. Putting a lot of work into it. We just really, what I thought Alan would do is come over here and set up cannons and stuff on one of our pitches that we could make believe was on top of a boat. We might be doing that anyways. But Alan wants to make a boat pitch to actually play on. Which would be amazing as well. I hope he actually comes through with it. That'd be really cool. So the plan is to broadcast that and podcast it? Is We're that going right? to at least podcast it. I don't know if we'll broadcast it the plan right now is alan's gonna do the commentary correct so i don't know if the camera wants to work with the computer anymore okay well we'll just find out about that yeah so yes we will be going to three die brawl because that's what you originally were talking yeah. about 
So come, out, cool. come out and see us. We are also picking up everybody's favorite racist, Michael Lewis, otherwise known as Brownstone. Brownstone. He's scheduled to go with us, but he was scheduled to go with us last year, and <laughs> he, uh, sure was. he didn't go. So we'll see. We'll see if the second time's a charm. Wow. Hopefully. <laughs> um, who else? Who else we got to shout out? Um, J-Bone Industries. That's right. J-Bones. J-Boner? Bones? J-Bone Storm. J-Boner J Storm. No. J-Bone Industries is making the Frogman team. Right, on Indiegogo. So it's been launched and already passed, what, three stretch goals? It was almost to 14,000 euros was before it? we started this podcast. Oh, it just, it just hit 13 when I woke up this morning. So Yeah. So, cool. yes, it has, um, it's added the, I guess, Helmet Wolf star player, the one with the chainsaw. Yeah, he looks so cool. And it had another, I can't remember, another star player and then a big lineman star player, which is Sil Bill. No, it opened up the two alternate blitzer poses. Okay, blitzer poses and then the big lineman one, which is Sil Bill. Yeah. Silly Billy or whatever. Right. Star player. And so we're on to the next one, which is, I can't remember. but Another star player, I think. Some other star player. Yeah. Which... Should be there probably by tomorrow afternoon. Hopefully. So, yeah. It's unlocking stuff right away. It's a very good value. It's designed by Pedro Ramos. I didn't realize that he put up so much money up front to get everything done. Who's that? J-Bone. Johnny. I'm assuming he put up a lot of money. Well, no. I assumed that this was all an idea and that he wasn't out any money. It was just like, hey, if this gets launched, then we'll you know, go together and pay you this, but... Oh, no. I assume that he said, I'm going to invest five grand of my own money to get Pedro Ramos, or more, or less, to do sketches for me, and then he'll get a percentage of if I make any profit, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, he had to pay to get the the master greens and everything, so... So uh, He's out multiple, multiple thousands of dollars, so he's at least making his money back. I figured by the stress in his voice and the the way he talked about it on on his podcast, which is Double Skulls, if you do not listen, um, that he was fronting a lot of it. So I think it's great. It's probably the closest thing we have to a second edition slant team, so we've supported it. We had a group of our league guys all go in, and we we did the five-pack, baby. Sure did. So... We're all pretty happy and psyched, and all of us are going to run frogs in a couple seasons. I'm running frogs now. But you don't like it. Um, <laughs> Steve I'm not, not liking like losing. So, yeah, no. You, you like losing. I'm, I'm, I'm going into meat saws, it feels like. <laughs> That's okay. It happens. Your other team is a meat saw. <laughs> My other team is amazing. <laughs> Uh, oh my god I don't know if I have any more shout outs If that team gets any better We're going to have to do a whole po- segment on it Oh well, What really uh. takes me off Is because you're going to go undefeated in our league And win it all with Chaos Dwarves And I like Chaos Dwarves Yeah It'd be the equivalent of if and I, I won it all with Norse Yeah Yeah So yeah, Except I already did that So it's not a big deal Yeah whatever. I did twice Yeah whatever You know You do pretty good with the teams that come with all the built in stuff So do you with no. your championships. No, not really. Mm-hmm. No. I would say that um, dwarves. mine are way more earned than yours. So you have dwarves, 
Camry. Camry with the built-in block with the built-in sure hands. Built-in. <laughs> yeah, so much built-in block with Camry. Has two. Two players. And you have high strength. Oh, yeah, sure. Just saying. I'm just saying. I didn't, I didn't have a team that had every guy with block on it like uh, the Norse team. Uh, I believe every team I've won a championship has seven armor, sir. They have seven armor. They have tons of block, tons of dodge, or we're all blodgers. But whatever. Hey, you're right. They did have seven armor. They had seven armor. They were fairly well protected, but that's okay. Not not mm. a big deal. Not enough. Not a big deal. Okay. But yeah. <laughs> oh. I only have one bull centaur. And he is questionable. <laughs> but you have... Old Dirty Centi is about to get cut <laughs> if he gets hurt. But, but Steve has hobgoblins with block and dodge. I well, sure do. <laughs> and I have a Chaos Dwarf with Mighty Blow and Claw now. And he got four casualties And foul appearance. Game. And regen. Yeah, he's pretty, he's pretty badass. He's pretty badass. And in case you're wondering, how does a Chaos Dwarf get regen? We have a tournament called the NIT, which is the Necromantic... Invitational tournament for teams that do not get to make the playoffs, and the MVP of the final game gets a skill called Touch of Gray, of which we've talked team. of the winning team. Yes, um, whoever gets MVP gets Touch of Gray, which is like Regen, except it doesn't work if you're playing an undead team, right? Like undead Necro or Kimry, because they want you, right? So it's basically Regen. So yeah. it's pretty awesome. But anything else, buddy? Um, I want to give a shout out to uh, shout out to ProBox because they reached the goal, broke the goal, smashed the goal. So I got that coming to me. Right. So because we mentioned that last time, it hadn't completed. Shout out to uh, buddy of the podcast uh, Kevin Durant uh, for his team, the Oklahoma City Thunder, defeating the uh, San Antonio Spurs, going on to the Western conference championship you know if we'd go to some of your friends parties at his mansion kd might show up he could because gary sees them all the time all the time yeah friend of the podcast gary long time the guy that got us into blood bowl is he the works third for the, the third musketeer with you and robert back in second ed days mm-hmm. who could not make that podcast yeah well he's more professional than the rest of us so him doing this podcast might hurt his career. It really might. <laughs> I'm being serious. Yeah. If the wrong people uh, hurt. I agree. Yes. <laughs> so I, I kind of understand. We're kind of an unruly bunch here. I have no idea what you're talking about. Me neither. Hold me now. Oh, God, I forgot the lyrics. What was it? Oh, oh. my heart. No, I'm not saying that. Stay with me. Why don't you stay with me? And I'm not tacos and tacos. And I have no idea. Oh. Hold me. Okay. Right, we don't know this. Anyways, that probably means you're going to get a stinger. Is it a stinger? No. Um, it's just an after credits. I mean, uh, we don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you're It's not going to be Thompson Twins. You're probably going to get Thompson Twins. I'm not going to do Thompson Twins. twins. It's too obvious? It's too obvious. It's that's what we usually do. We usually talk about something random, and it winds up at the end of the episode. You know what I want? Hmm. I know this is like a shout-out to Tim Walker. I would like a new rap. Oh, God, no. 
No. Dude. No. Dude. I would like a both down wrap. It's getting cut out. Come on. Don't do that. (laughs) He would love that. Yeah. Matter of fact, I would love this if he would make a rap song just about both down. He's listened to all the episodes. He could come up with it. He's done it before. He's in Texas. If he teams up with Froggy Fresh, then we got it. Okay. So, Tim Walker, you have a job. Yeah. Team up with Froggy Fresh. Make a rap. About both down. Why's James crying? Why's Scott crying? Because he's a wuss. Why's Scott crying? Because his dice really rolled bad. He just got scored on. (laughs) That's so true. You know what? We might make our own rap. Okay. Well, we're getting punch drunk because it's late. So, we're going to wrap this up and talk to you next month. Peace out. I guess not next month. Next podcast. You just ruined my peace out. Okay, well, peace out again. That was so awesome. I sound like Flo Rida in that song. Peace out. You can follow Both Down on Twitter, at Both Down. You can follow Scott at Fat Finley, F-A-T-F-I-N-L-E-Y, and Steve at Kilowog2814. If you'd like to email, their email address is bothdownpodcast at gmail.com. Or for more information, you can visit them at bothdown.com or on Facebook, facebook.com forward slash bothdown. All right, Ray. Yep. Welcome to Both Down. From Warhammer Fest. I didn't forget this time. You're a douche. Okay, go ahead. Welcome to both. The- <laughs> See, you know this is hey, your fault. I have no idea what you're talking about. I did it right the very first time. Okay. You messed up, and now mm-hmm. you're going to mess me up. Just do it. All right, ready? Yep. <laughs> you're going to do it again. I know you're. I'm jump not in. going to do it again. <clears throat> really, it wasn't. Now I might. All right, ready? Yep. Welcome to both down episode fifty six. See, you almost did it. You. <laughs> I didn't do it. You were a douchebag. I mouthed it. <laughs> I mouthed it. <laughs> I'm only giving a, a BJ to the air. I mouthed it. Oh, there's a video that you need to see. Okay. A woman addicted to sucking ghost dick. Is that what she says? Yep. Nice. All it's, right. It's weird. <coughs> okay, let's do it for real. <clears throat> So you can come in and mess up. I can't even look at you. I'm ashamed. You should be.